This episode of the Damage Guild is sponsored by the children's book Zabaron the Dragon, a child's first step into the medieval fantasy genre. Find it on Amazon or at Hartley.com. That's H-A-R-T-L-Y dot com. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. We have a done deal, unless you're going to go back on our deal. I will pay you what we agreed on. Just please, if there's anything more that you can do. So we go out into the town square. The trolls are slain. We would like to recognize those who were with us on this brave mission last night. And then we just go down the line and we recognize each person individually. Open Open the the magic bags bags and let the bounty be plentiful. Let fly the harvest. You actually find a response from... Murney. Dear Tokus, perhaps the included potion will be of help. We go see the mayor. Why don't we just have everybody in the town pledge fealty to Aslo? Rather than trying to acquire more gold, we are simply wondering if, in exchange for doing this task, we could have your town pledge their fealty to me. I will argue your case before the town council. Meet us at the council chambers in one hour. We wait for one hour. So we'll allow them to deliberate and come to us with their answer. So the hour passes, and then you meet them in the council chamber. You can see that it looks like a couple of the seats are empty, but most of the council is there, at least. Belvera says to you, I did my best to explain the situation and to convince everyone, and some of them would not have it, but most of them have decided that for the time being, this is the best chance we have of saving the town. And so those here would be willing to pledge to you. At least until this dragon is slain. Those here or the town? As I already said, I believe bringing this to the town at large would be attracting too much attention. There are likely people passing through who would hear all of this and take it to the king, if nothing else. I mean, you are part of a large caravan. Any one of them could bring this to the attention of the king. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll be pledging their temporary fealty as well. And again, it's just temporary. We're just hoping to get more charges for Aslo, right? That's all we're hoping to do for this encounter, but it seems like we're not going to squeeze out more than two spells out of the crown. I think that's all we can shoot for. Because, like, the masses won't have the charisma necessary. Like, we need their most charismatic people to do it. We have most of them here, right, in the council, presumably. Maybe maybe the merchants or some of the other people I mentioned, like, from the, from the tavern, would have a high charisma as well, right? But I think the best we can hope for is just to get Brian... In addition to dominating presence, one use of Charm Monster, right, would be best, would be the best we could hope for. That's uh, 14 field, that's 13 more fields, <laughs> right, if I'm doing the math right, because we already have the mayor, so. You just need seven more. Oh, we need seven more, okay. So, is that here in the council? Is there seven? There are potentially enough people. It depends on if they have high enough charisma and if they are actually pledging or if they're just going to say it and not mean it. Right. Yes. And therein lies the rub, because, again, we set our terms as the town. The idea being that the more people we can pledge, the more of those pledges will be genuine for the time being, and the more of those will have the charisma sufficient to boost the number of charges. So I still, I I hold. I'm I'm here to take revenge on Felmendar for Aslo's sake. I'm not here to uh, throw ourselves at a monster that we may not be able to defeat under such circumstances, unless we have done everything we can to make sure that we're going to be at full fighting capacity. 
Yeah, I mean, we've got a bunch of different water things, water-related combat items and potions. We're going to purchase the antitoxins. Would you would you pay for that? Actually, can we can we work that into the deal? Could the mayor pay for the <laughs> antitoxins? That would be great. I don't mind buying them if you can make them. Then they're kind of expensive. Well, I mean, we just got a bunch of money. We've got like eight hundred in party gold, so I'm not worried about twenty five a piece. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was hoping to make a potion for each of us. Yeah. That's going to be a hundred gold for me to make it if I if I can get that many materials. Well, of course, I'll pay for striping myself, and I'm sure Asla will pay for himself. We'll just take it out of the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've got it in party gold now. I wish we had a failsafe. That's all I'll say. I wish we had kind of some sort of... You've played in campaigns where you had, like, the tiny hut escape. Mm. Like, if an encounter's going really bad. Or I th- rope trick. Yeah, we don't, we don't have a... Like, we don't know the power level of this beast. Or at least I don't. Sean doesn't. I've never fought a dragon. So we don't really seem to have an exit plan. Like, it seems like we're doing everything we can to have a successful combat. But we haven't planned for if the fight goes wrong with the rolls and or if this thing really is just too powerful for us like tokus could blow all the charges on like we could we could we could power up the crown i could blow all the charges on the bracer but it might still be good to have a contingency plan Mm -hmm. then the caravan's gonna leave tomorrow and you're gonna be out of commission for three days when you're supposed to be guarding the caravan that's fine i can be out of commission (laughs) not necessarily for the people who hired us okay that's true I mean, I can I can pretend that I'm battle ready. Mm. <laughs> Not really. If you're <laughs> sleeping in the wagon, I can probably hold my sword, kinda, <laughs> or my hammer. <sighs> Maybe not my hammer, but my rapier. I could hold. Well, I think we should do it, Brian. Yeah, I think so. I think we're just in a tricky, awkward situation. What Jay said is true. We're like our our main thing right now is to get to Felmandar, confront him, do all that stuff. Fighting dragons is also epic. But also, we, like, we also could just encourage the mayor to reach out to the king and to do everything they can to sate the dragon in the meantime. Yeah, like that too. <laughs> you know, or, or your idea was great, Jay. Is we go in and, and instead of taking the dragon's food, maybe we plant food to buy them time mm, for them for to the, write to the king. for the help for them to write to the king and get help because honestly that wasn't like, my idea but that's a fantastic idea that's a great <laughs> idea. no 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 your idea that, to pull your idea to pull the dragon jay was for us to sneak down and take the remaining oh, food right. that the dragon yeah. had i'm saying we do the opposite we plant food to buy them time yeah uh instead of the dragon foraging for itself yeah uh and then hopefully we've planted enough food that there's enough time for them to get help from the king mm-hmm. that they don't want to remove their fealty from because they think that he's going to save them two months from now. Yeah, right. Exactly. I think you've just <laughs> single-handedly solved this problem. <laughs> we just plant some food. That's the least we can do. We spend a couple spell slots and we plant some food. We spend some spell slots. We spend some gold that we've earned from this quest. Yeah. We put more food down there and we tell them to, that their king to whom they are loyal, is the one responsible for their safety, not us. Because they don't want to (laughs) pledge to us. We can help buy them some time by buying some of this food from them to give to the dragon if that's what they want. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, If you're not going to pledge loyalty to us, then seek help from the person you're loyal to. Yeah. Simple as that. Problem solved. Done and dusted. (laughs) Yeah, but they can't plant the food safely. We're the only ones that could do that. So can you pay us to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's a really good point it makes the most sense to me it's option c is instead of yes and no we could do the buy time plan mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a middle ground the compromise it buys them the time they need 
to get the help that they need from the person that is supposed to provide it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they have a king. The king protects their towns. That's what they do. Right. There's also all the barrels of food that were up in the trolls' lair that the trolls mm-hmm. are no longer going to be eating. There's like four or five barrels up there we can bring down for the dragon. Yep. We can move them. Maybe we flip the food over so that the sludge is at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So it's appetizing because we don't want the dragon to... Like, we do feel... Hang on a second. Just to clarify... <laughs> Not just to ourselves, but to our listeners. Like, we do care about these townsfolk. Yeah. It's just, we also have aspirations and dreams. Our characters have aspirations and dreams of their own. And if we drown in a lake while fighting a dragon uh, and don't get to conquer those aspirations, then that would be bad. Yeah, right. I think it's a matter of loyalty even for ourselves. I feel like if, if this side quest was happening in our own kingdom back home, or this was a mission that the Sapphire Sabres had sent us on... I, I don't think that we'd be ushering in options, don't fight the dragon, options, delay the dragon. I feel like I feel like this is this whole thing is a loyalty issue on both sides. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hundred percent. And how do we how do we talk with the council and the mayor here and like get on the same page, whether it's A, B or C. Like I think one of these options is best. Like we're not willing to die for you. We're willing to fight a successful fight against a dragon. Right. But we don't think we can do it. <laughs> yeah, as we have learned with the cult, no trio of handsome and brave heroes can take all the world's problems on their shoulders. Mm. We can't possibly be responsible for fixing all the ills of the world, so we need to be picky-choosy about it a little bit. Of note, though, the antitoxins, if we did get those made, that would make the fight a lot better yeah, in our favor. That's true. We would have, we'd all have advantage on poison checks. Which would be awesome. Yeah. So I do think that we could feasibly win, but we want every advantage and we need to fit. We don't have a We don't have a tactic. Are we just going to go in there and fight him on his turf? Like you were saying? Yeah. That's right. the worst possible thing we could do. Yeah. So maybe the food is the piece, Jay, like you were saying, either we take the food or we add to it yep. and that could pull the dragon out of the cave. That's what he wants. He, that's the whole reason he had those trolls under his thrall. Just worried we're going to get the town like spewed in poison gas. Is there any way we could like? No, I mean that's this is the whole that's the whole point. We give them food. What if we set up a barricade at the entrance of the cave no, no, you, and stood watch? Your solution is is good as We've is. We've already solved it. <laughs> we we bring food. We bring lots and lots of food. And we plant it in the cave. We have them send for aid from their king. And while the dragon is eating all that food, aid from their king is coming. Yep. Problem solved. Right. Boom. Done. And we think that they're going to be more effective, they might not actually be able to beat the dragon. Nonetheless. Not our, hashtag not our problem. Exactly. Nonetheless, it is the king's responsibility. Why, to, why do I feel like all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> you're now the good guy. You're the one who proposed the perfect solution. <laughs> right. And now you're going back on it. No, but like, why am I all, the, why is my, why is Tokus like alignment all of a sudden like going in the direction of. Shifting. Like, why do I feel, maybe this is just a Sean moment. Like, I feel like. You're having an attack of conscience. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there any way that we could circle back by the time the king's army gets here like i would fight the dragon with the king's army behind us or us behind the king's army i'd be down for that <laughs> like i would join in i would dogpile right on that, but it'd be hard to coordinate it'd be hard for us to circle back well let's let's see what happens we continue with our quest we come back this way i imagine and then we'll see if the timing works out and if the entire town has been poisoned to the ground by a poison breathing <laughs> dragon then so we be just it. keep on walking <laughs> we're literally in a room filled with this town's smartest and most charismatic and connected people like there's gotta be we have to have an ace in the hole the ace in the hole can't be a necklace that lets me breathe underwater 
there's got to be like a sword of dragon slaying we could borrow or something. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, that's what you. Oh yeah, that's. Oh guys, we had this laying around the whole time. Yeah, we had it in the back closet over there. Totally forgot about Why it. Why didn't you say so? Th- no, but that's the thing. Our party. I think the reason why Brian and Jay are settling for option C, Thane, is our party is totally ineffective with a water battle. Even with these tools, like like us fighting underwater, we just would all have disadvantage. Stuff wouldn't work. No, I don't think there's a secret reason why we're why we're going with option C. I think we've laid out all the reasons why we're going with option C already. Yeah, because it's a great plan, and because if they're not willing to pledge fealty to Aslo for a temporary period of time, then they should seek help from the person whose loyalty they have. How quietly can we? Um plant the food. Uh, I think we go down there and announce our presence. Really? What? 110%. Why? What? So that Erdrazu knows the name of the AAA team. <laughs> right before he eats us? I don't know if that's wise. Okay, so that's that's option C-A, right? That's option <laughs> C number one. <laughs> C, C2. I'm going to propose C option C2. C2 is that I wander the glade and I just plant the food there and leave. Yeah. Yep. Secretly plant it, but more than that, there's always the possibility that something goes wrong. You roll a natural one. Something weird, mm-hmm. right? Even with your ridiculous checks. I would want to have a contingency plan for that. I would want us to be ready to do the dragon engagement as best we can anyway. So why don't we just combine option A and option C, which is this town does give us everything they got, any secret spells or dragon swords, whatever, pearl necklace for water breathing. We take all the gear. We get ready for that fight should it happen, but we Mm. hope to just secretly plant food and leave. That would be my plan. Yeah, that's fair. Because something could go wrong. Hey, Jay, you, you could trip on a rock or something weird. You could roll poorly, and all of a sudden we're pulling the dragon, we're fighting the dragon. We didn't want to do that but we could end up in the fight with option c there is the possibility we end up in the fight with option c let's think about it this way though we don't actually now that i think about it have to go all the way down into his lair and cross the water and plant them on that island we can just put them in the entrance or we can put them further up the tunnel so that he sees them on his way out Yeah, but the dragon wants fresh food we know that idrazu likes fresh food we heard that from the halfling you rescued well, we, it doesn't, it make doesn't it matter. Any less the, fresh. Yeah, the food. No, no, no. Can, we have that detail about the dragon, and if he's already gone all the way, because dragons are lazy. If he's already gone all the way to the entrance of the cave to eat, kind of nasty, like not not the best food. No, we're gonna bring him fresh food. We're bringing him more food than just okay. the troll barrels. Yeah, we're gonna okay, bring him so extra stuff. Let's let's get him good food. Let's get him good food. So this plan actually works. I like it. Right. Yeah. Good food. We plant it nice and convenient as close as we can without pulling the dragon. Yep. Right. We don't even go down into the thing. We just go into the into the cave just right at the top of the hole and then we leave. That's it. Maybe this is where we put our blinders on, like try not to hear about this town, like whether it went well or went poorly <laughs> and just like stay on our adventure. Someone's, oh, did you hear about Solchea? Nope. Nope. Don't want <laughs> nope. to I don't want to hear any rumors about Solchea. We did what we could for them. Don't tell me another word. We should be heroes, like Shaba was saying all along. Plant food in the cave and then walk away. And walk away. Exactly. Yep. By buying the town time to get help from their king. How strong? How strong is your king's army? He was <laughs> nope. uh, the. It does, no, no, stop, stop. The mayor no. was saying that they're irrelevant. Uh, irrelevant. Uh, irrelevant. It does not matter. 
Not our concern. My conscience. Your conscience can have its own conversation in its head, like (laughs) consciences do. We don't don't need to do this anymore. (laughs) They'll be fine. According to this price list from the 3.5 edition, one pig costs three gold pieces. (laughs) One cow costs ten gold pieces. (laughs) You've looked up food while I... I would like to buy all my money. I want to buy all my money on livestock. I'm going to spend every... Including my platinum, I'm going to buy all the livestock. Every livestock in town. Well, as you recall, that was part of the problem, was that They're short all of their food. livestock was being eaten, and so they didn't have tons of food to lose. Right. So all the foods, all the livestocks. Well, we can move the troll barrels. <laughs> yep, we definitely move the troll barrels. Yeah, but that food's kind of old, though, and gross. How far was it here from the last town that we were at? And how far is it to the next town? Do you really like option C, Aslo? Mm-hmm. I sure do. I love option C. I'm glad you thought of it, Tokus. <laughs> well, it was kind of a half thought from your idea earlier, which was we take the dragon's food supply to engage the dragon. Yeah. It was very clever. It's a little over two days to the last town and closer to three to the next one. All right. Awesome. Well, the caravan's getting rerouted. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, we're going back to the last town. For food? I thought we were going to encourage them to reach out to the king, their king. Belvera should already be writing. She should already be writing a letter. Couldn't they send their own people to that town, buy food, come back? Yeah. Like, we don't necessarily need to stop our own side quest mission here just to resupply and feed a dragon. Like, theoretically, couldn't we just relay this to the council and say, hey, we think we found a good solution to buy you enough time? to get help from your king. Mm. Sure. I think we just mm-hmm. we could just tell them and they could enact this plan. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, in fairness, we're the safest planters of the food, but if your plan already, Jay, Jay is to just plant it at the entrance, we don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. If the, if the goal now, if plan C is appease the dragon, I think the town's fully capable with all their resources to pull this off. Even right. if it's just two days there, two days back. I guess the least we could do is maybe what food that we do have access to plant that, but they could do a four-day trip. Boom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Food. Okay. Belvera, write your letter to your king. Immediately. Here's 200 gold. Send your finest cow herds to the next town. I want you to buy a herd of 20 cows with this 200 gold. Deposit it at the entrance to the dragon's cave. A herd of 20 cows. Dead cows. No, Mm -hmm. live cows. He likes them fresh. That's right. All live. Yeah, he likes them fresh. But they can't run away. They have to stay in one place. Like, set up a pen, like, make it make a fence. They must be tied together at the neck and uh, bring them to the dragon's cave with a note that says, here you go, have fun, enjoy, (laughs) and then send word to your king. Very well. I cannot force you to fight a dragon on our behalf, and your suggestions seem... They have wisdom behind them. I only hope that the king responds quickly enough. As do we. I put down 20 platinum pieces of my own on the table. 200 gold. You said you would never spend those? I'm not spending them, I'm giving them. Wow. Mm, It's different. Shava, this is a big character moment for you. We're doing what we can, Aslo, to save this town. Yeah, our money's probably better than our combat prowess in this situation, the more I think about it. Our mm-hmm. money is always better than our combat prowess. <laughs> <laughs> even even, even with, when we were dirt poor. No, like, here's, here's the thing. I think our party has great defensive capabilities, and I'm putting quotations around that. I think we have good... <laughs> no, seriously, between, like, the magic items we have, the 
party makeup we have, if we could get our hands on the on the resistance to poison, all that stuff. I think we could last against the dragon. I think we can't DPS down the dragon. Mm-hmm. I don't think we. I don't think we can actually kill the dragon with the configuration we have. Mm. I too feel as though that would be our biggest weakness in a combat like that. We would maybe be able to pit tank the dragon, and then the townsfolk would have to supply extra damage. It's just, it's just a mess. That's why. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Like if we were fighting with the king's army or whatever they're going to send, I think it'd be feasible because we just. We, I just don't think we have the damage output. Yeah. I think we could. I think we could live for a bunch of rounds, but. We mm-hmm. just wouldn't take it down, I don't think. Yeah, I was thinking we would, at the very least, have to bring the other five caravan guards with us and then pay them mm-hmm. out of our own pockets to... Get some extra damage in. Yeah. Most of them get, would get eaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and then we risk their safety, and then it's like, okay, like, are we going to supply every single fighter we're working with a vial of... Uh, the the whatever it was. Right, the antitoxin at our own Yeah, antitoxins for the whole... Like, yeah, it's like, it's right. just not realistic. By the way, I really want to make some of these antitoxins anyway. Because this is a sweet consumable. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty sweet. Next time we fight a water dragon. Yeah. All right. So we go to Oostrak and we say, well, we are ready to roll out whenever you are. The caravan should be finished resupplying tonight and we'll leave in the morning. Sounds like a plan. All righty. Seriously, guys, can I I take some time to try my hand at rolling to make some antitoxins? Just like, for what fun. if the dragon shows up tonight while we're waiting to leave? And he's got he's got like six barrels of food down there. He's not he's not going to get his lazy butt out of that cave. Yeah, aren't those the barrels that you took food from to bring to the town? Yeah, yes. the ones near the chest. There's still a bunch left. I only took the stuff that was like good for people to eat for human consumption. Yeah, you took the good food and left the bad food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he'll eat what he's got before. Well, I mean, I I just now that I've discovered this just. I'm just looking for an excuse. I really want to roll this <laughs> dice and see if I can make some antitoxins. Yeah. Go for it. Do it. How does it work, thing? Make a roll with your alchemist kit, intelligence. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, 15. I rolled an 8. That sounds like enough to me to make antitoxin. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, one dosage of antitoxin. Am I paying for this, or is this party gold? Uh, who is it for? Is it for you? If it's for me or Stripey, I'll pay for it. Um, be good to have if we get bit by a rattler on the old dusty trail there. <laughs> well, it might be good to have because I'm the only one that has the ability to, like, I can use the armband to gain immunity from disease and poison. Hmm, that's true. Was I misunderstanding this ability on the armband? It says I can expend a charge to gain immunity to all disease. Does that, does immunity to all diseases and poisons for one week, does that mean poison damage even? Or does that just mean the effect of poison? Anything that counts as a poison does nothing to you. Wow. Why didn't we talk about this during the troll fight? I don't know if that was poison or not. Was it? Yeah, it, it was doing like a poison nova. It was poison damage. Hmm. We, was it poison damage? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was poison damage. I could have been immune to that. Oh, man. Oh, well, why didn't we do that? Dang, Tokus. Why didn't you just... I thought it would just remove the poison status. I didn't, because it says diseases and poisons. I didn't understand that it just makes Tokus immune to poison damage. But Tokus, why didn't you just do that? Yeah, I, come on. I didn't understand but, the magic but, item on my wrist, Shava. Okay. But why didn't you just do that? Guys, we have to fight the dragon now that I just have straight up immunity to poison. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, reverse the last two hours. Yeah, I know. How about this? Aslo, since you're melee, okay. and, and I love you more than Stripey, yep. if you'll pay for what I just made in party gold, I want you to have it so that you can be immune to poison. Counter offer accepted. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know that till just now because I think I would have been advocating for plan A instead of plan C. If I knew that Tokus was 
had the ability to be completely immune to poison damage. Mm, you did a fair bit of advocating for plan A. Regardless. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, but that was me under the pretense that with the antitoxins, we could give our party advantage on saving throws against poison. That's totally different than complete immunity to poison damage. It truly is. That's true. Let's take a quick pause right here because it's time for another royal decree. This one comes to us from Sir Elia Filippi, and it is dedicated to Master Frankie Filippi. Roll out the fanfare, fellas. Notice to all persons and beings in the realms of both Upper and Lower Ohio that upon this month of February, Master Frankie Filippi has passed his 14th harvest. As such, he may petition his father for unlimited video game time during his lesson days. Such demand shall be granted only by succeeding in trial by combat. Master Frankie may choose the weapons. No spells, charms, or potions allowed. By royal decree of King Kirby. Well, a very happy 14th Harvest to you, Master Frankie. We here at the DGP, along with all those from across DGP Nation, are wishing you the warmest of tidings on your big day, which I believe is tomorrow. Thank you, Elia, for sending out this fine message to Master Frankie. And once again, Master Frankie, happy birthday. The caravan gathers together in the following morning and begins to set out as you leave behind you the town of Sulchea in the hands of the best cowherds and shepherds that they have, <laughs> whoever they may be. <laughs> yeah! I love Woo. it. Go cowherds. <laughs> That's also the name of their football team. <laughs> the cowherds. The cowherds. Sulchea cowherds. Go cowherds. It really might be a better chance, like, because if we fight the dragon and die, then the dragon's just going to be angry and then go raise the town anyway. Yep. So I, I actually I feel better about this decision yeah. than I thought I would. Yeah, totes. These imaginary people will be fine. Don't lose sleep over them tonight. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I actually really think we maybe did the best thing. Like, that was very generous, Shaba. Yeah, it's true. It was. It's a lot of money. Well, if I can't help with my bow, then I will help with my purse. Hmm. The journey from Sulchea to Leskash is slow and tedious. On the first night, you spend some time before bed looking over the map you recently retrieved from Shaba's puzzle box, hoping that maybe there's something more to it. As you look at it again to see if anything seems familiar, Aslo suddenly recognizes a town name. Mm. You recall hearing an old story many years ago that featured a protagonist from that town, the town of Red Hill. It's the sort of fantastical story your parents would have told you when you were a child. In all likelihood, the town never actually existed, and if it did, it almost certainly doesn't anymore, as the story was set hundreds of years ago during the reign of one of the early emperors. It was a simple children's adventure story featuring a young boy who finds himself entangled in unexpected excitement, traveling ac all across the countryside, fighting monsters, rescuing villagers, and so on and so forth. Wow. So the name of the town is Red Hill? Yes. Red Hill. So like an historical ah. adventurer, an adventurer of old, a hero of legend. Yes, this... Uh this Red Hill, this rings a bell. It uh, reminds me of a story my my old grandpappy used to tell <laughs> about uh, some adventurers, and I don't know, I don't remember many of the details now, but this suddenly uh, strikes true to me. 
He was full of stories, that old grandpappy of yours, wasn't he? He was, yep. Hmm. Like he always used to say, stories are good. (laughs) (laughs) Aslo, give me that. And Tokus, like, rudely snatches the map out of your hands as you're having this, like, realization. And it rips in half. (laughs) No! Oh, no! (laughs) And I start to inspect the map, and I'd like to do some sort of check. I want to check the map for, like, anything peculiar or magical do I, are those two separate checks we could cast detect magic well, mm. i think you've already checked it for magic haven't you uh, oh I don't we did so. uh, maybe not thought about it are there like runes on it like what's the backside look like i mean it could be like moon writing like in the hobbit moon runes moon runes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's roll some dice guys all right i rolled a five I, I don't know what check this is and we've got the wand we might as well just detect right Oh, yeah, we might as well just fire off a detect magic from the wand, too. The second that Thane started telling you that this map was of, like, an ancient time, I'm thinking, like, what if we could just, like, step into the map with, like, a a rune word? Mm. Like, that would be so cool. Like, that would be a cool way to run a campaign. Instead of, like, having the (laughs) adventurers, like, travel to different locations, just like Mario 64 style, they just, like, step into, like, maps or paintings. That would be so epic. And then do a mini-adventure, and then they solve the mini-adventure and then step out of the painting or map. Wow. That's so epic. The campaign could be called Night at the Museum. And you're, like, trapped in an art museum, and you go into each painting for different quests. Yep. Uh, I love it. What kind of check are we making? My question is always, how do you get back out of the painting? You know, just will yourself out, obviously. Well, you have to You have to solve the... It's like a Jumanji type of situation, where you have to complete mm, right. the quest before That's you can it. get out. Otherwise, you can never return home. Right. Right, and then you're like Tim Allen, and you get stuck in the... Oh, yeah, that was the quest in... Um... Oh, no, it wasn't Tim Allen. That was... Um... Um, What's his name? Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yes. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, Robin Williams is the one that gets stuck for like 20-something years. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was a question, not Oblivion. What's the, what's the one that came after it? Uh, Elder Scrolls? Uh, Skyrim? Skyrim. Skyrim. Thank you. Um, that was a quest in Skyrim. You like, there's this guy who disappeared. He's like a painter. And then all of a sudden you accidentally, you know, get sucked into a painting. And there's all these trolls running around and you have to figure out what's going on in order to leave. Wow. Spoiler alert, thanks a lot. I haven't gotten to that quest in yep. Skyrim. <laughs> exactly. Of course, I haven't played Skyrim in a long time either. For a game that's like 10 years old now. Yeah, <laughs> Statue of Limitations. <laughs> it's over. That sounds really cool. There's also something like that in one of the Dark Souls games, I think. Hmm. Uh, it's a common idea. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. But it all started with Mario 64. <laughs> it was the, Four, exactly. Yeah, that one was Mary Poppins. The, yeah, right, Mary Poppins. Or Mary Poppins. <laughs> Which the Japanese stole it from them and turned it into their own. That's right. That's what we'll always believe. Mario is really like the Mary Poppins of the video game world when you really think about it. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Practically perfect in every way. Same thing. Yes. Bends the laws of mm. physics. Anyway, all right. Are we? I don't even. Re- I don't feel like we're playing D anD D tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah. I just like this is just like this weird. Thane, stop being so talkative and tell us what happens next. So I make a. Should I make an Arcana check or an Insight check or an, in- an Investigation check? First off, you pull out the wand, cast Detect Magic, and examine the map, and you don't see anything magical about it. Mm. Okay. Next, Tokus is looking at it. You're examining it for anything of interest. You don't find much. I mean, you've already looked it over pretty thoroughly. So there's no, like, no runes, no other languages. No, I will say that this map doesn't look like it's 
you know, hundreds of years old or anything. It's more recent than the story itself would have been. <laughs> Does Aslo remember the name of the hero or the part of the world where Red Hill, in which Red Hill is supposed to have existed? Or any details of the story or anything like that? Yeah, so that we could take to the library. Should I make an intelligence check? Uh, you can make a history check or intelligence, history. whatever. Let's they got to have historians in some of these towns, right? Yeah. Um, eight. I got a 19 history check. Would Chaba have access to the same knowledge? Yeah, that's true. I shouldn't have made the check. I have no business <laughs> making the check if I didn't hear the story. Yeah. So, as a, you can't recall where it was. I mean, for all you know, it could have been some unnamed kingdom or something. But it's basically like a children's fairy tale. So it doesn't seem like it even really happened, you think? But mm. who knows? Maybe it did. It took place in the city of Townsville. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Uh, What's the quality of this map? Was it done by like children, or is this like a legit like map we would find in like a real establishment? It doesn't look like it was done by a child or anything. But your first thought is maybe this was some sort of children's book illustration. Now that you're thinking about it, <laughs> we paid good money for this treasure map. This is an outrage. You paid for a puzzle box with a prize inside. True. <laughs> so rather simplistic overall. I mean, it's nice looking. Mm-hmm. It's stylized. Yeah, stylized artwork. Okay. Does it seem like it's to scale? There's not a scale on it. Oh, man. We, we really got bamboozled. I guess the prize was solving the puzzle itself. I wouldn't go jump to that conclusion until we talk to Conan. That's true. How are we going to talk to Conan? Once we get home. Oh, okay. And is it like a single uh, sheaf of parchment, or is it like a paper that's been, like, is one edge, like, rough, as in it's been ripped out of a book? Okay, you look closely at the edge to examine it, and you can tell that one of the edges looks like it was cut a little bit differently than the other three, so it could have come out of a book or something. Hmm. So, I'd love to show this to Conan, but this is a legend that Brian has heard about. Wouldn't that mean that it's located in the Marangarian region instead well, the of... Conan or the local Conan, if we find <laughs> a, a librarian. The local Conan equivalent. Are they all just named Conan to you? Well, we can name them Conan ourselves, and they'll they'll never know the difference. They'll And they'll accept it. They'll never know that we just automatically name every librarian Conan, <laughs> unless we divulge that information. So does the cut look cut or torn? You could have taken some scissors. It doesn't look like it was roughly torn, but they might have taken a knife to it and tried to cut it cleanly. Mm -hmm. Okay. To make it look more professional when it's just a map from a children's book. Well, (laughs) we could look into it. I mean, it's like there was so much hype from the puzzle box. Like, we can't just... I can't just let it die. No, of course not. We're, We're nowhere close to giving up on this. I mean, I'm not. I don't think you should be either. Yeah, I mean, you did buy it for a handful of gold or maybe even silver. I don't remember at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was some expensive thing that you... I mean, some sometimes valuable things are found in the unlikeliest of places. I have a friend who helped uh, an old guy in his neighborhood clean out his garage, and he gave him, like, this guitar from the 80s. Like, a, I don't remember. It was some limited edition Flying V guitar mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. worth, like, thousands of dollars. And he's like, yeah, you can just have it. Wow. Wow. So you never know. So here's here's my thought now. Just thinking out loud. I'm thinking gears are turning. I can tell. Something smells. You can see the ears? Yeah, something's burning. You, you hear this, the steam coming out of my ears? <laughs> um, yep. This maybe isn't so much a map to an actual physical location. Maybe this is like a precious page of an like a tome, or like a, like a children's tome, and the child 
happens to be the son or daughter of a local royalty, like like kingdom, like a prince or princess, we bring the missing map back to them, and then the plot thickens. I don't really know where it goes from there. <laughs> they reward us handsomely? Yeah. I think that's a rather large leap to take before we've talked to an expert. Yes, that is that is very true. Yeah, but how are they going to know that it's the long-lost page of the Duchess's or the King's son's children's book? Here's how they'll know. Because they will make a better history check than Aslo did. <laughs> very simple. If there's a story that's associated with the, the locations on this map, a librarian will know about it. Well, to the library! Librarians always roll natural 20s on history checks. Everybody knows that, Tokus. Absolutely. They might have advantage on history checks. Yeah. That is a D&D official rule. Yeah. Let's head to the library, guys. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> to the library. Yeah, we... Also, last time when we discovered this map, we talked about that, but Thane was like, oh, there's no library where you are. So we need to wait till... Maybe we once we go back to the big city, or once we get to Tyver... Maybe there will be a library there because it's mm. a, the capital. No, of we just we just leave the caravan and say, "Oh, see you guys. We got to go to the library." Yep. Sorry, side quest time. <laughs> but aren't we already kind of on a side quest? Yes. Um, final question, Thane. Remind me, does the map have like a big red X on it? I started reading uh, Treasure Island the other day, actually, and it's making me think of the, the cover of the book. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, you have an actual treasure map that you bought at the same place. That one has a marking on it, but you don't know where We actually mean. bought that map? I thought we didn't buy it, because we thought, didn't oh, you? it's... it's No, we didn't, because it was a jip. Because it's like, oh, well, if it's a treasure map that they're selling, then obviously someone has already gone and gotten the treasure, and it's just a ripoff, so we didn't buy it. Yeah. Are you sure? Because, like, Thane may have planned that out for us. I have the treasure map written under Tokus's items in my notes. Really? Yeah, I thought I bought it. Tokus, did you buy it without telling us? Okay. If anybody bought it after we made that point, I'm sure it was Tokus. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, now you're thankful I bought it because uh, this didn't pan out. Do you? What do you mean it didn't pan out? We haven't even investigated it yet. Do you have it on your character sheet? That's what I'm looking for right now. Wand of Web, Brian has it. Map from Puzzle Box to what? Uh, the special healing pots that have the extra souped up deliciousness. Right. I mean, you don't uh, actually have to read out your entire inventory. <laughs> it's really just that I'm one. I'm looking for item. the map, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have it written down, but if Thane thinks that I bought the map, then, then all I have to do is go back and listen to that episode. Hmm. And which episode it is, I don't remember. That would be Chili Con Carnies, I believe. Chili Con Carnies. <laughs> episode 93, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, maybe you guys really did talk me out of buying it. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe to be defiant, I bought it anyway. It's hard to tell because we've attempted to talk you out of doing so many things that they all kind of get mixed <laughs> together. Yeah. Right. Let's see. Let's take a look back through Damage Guild history. Are we literally going to try to figure that out right now? No, no. I'm not going to listen to the episode. I'm just going to point you to the number. Ah. Probably be around 70, 75 maybe. Uh, yes, 69. Episode 69, Chili Con Carnies. Uh, listeners, leave it in the chat. Did we buy the map or not? <laughs> yeah, this will be fun. I get, to, I get to go back and listen to an earlier episode. Mm -hmm. 79, you said? Uh, 69. 69. Chili Con Carnies. All right, so I have some homework. Yeah. So you put away your map, or both of your maps, and set those thoughts aside for some future date. 
Moderate snowfall on the second day of the trip forces the caravan to a crawl as the road turns to mud, trapping wagon wheels, horses, and merchants alike. You spy some large, white, furry beast in the forest during one of your many stops. It's the abominable snow person. What? Whatever it is, it seems to decide against attacking such a large caravan, and it kind of keeps its distance, so you can't make it out clearly what you're seeing. Eventually, you reach the edge of the forest and enter wide open hills. Such open terrain is advantageous during the day, as there are a few places where monsters could hide against the solid white backdrop, but your fires at night are sure to draw the attention of anything within a mile or two without great care. The night falls, and as you bed down for the evening, you take your usual watches, and as though you finish up your turn on watch, wake Tokus and curl up in your bedroll, then drift happily off to sleep, thoughts of your long-awaited reunion with Nelia flitting through your mind. (laughs) But you wake up suddenly in a cold sweat, gasping for air, disoriented, unsure of where you are or how long you are sleeping. You feel for a moment like something is grabbing at you, wrapping its fingers around your neck and arms. But when you instinctively reach for your throat, you find nothing. I don't have a throat. Where did my throat go? <laughs> no, you my feel throat. nothing. <laughs> no. Why don't I have a throat? <laughs> he, he did say you feel nothing. Help! Someone stole my throat while I slept. As you come to your senses, you realize you are lying next to a campfire in the middle of the caravan, just where you should expect to be. But you can't shake the feeling that there is or was something dangerous about. Oh my gosh! I immediately call out. To arms! To arms, everyone! And I jump up and draw my swords. And I start looking around. Uh, I would be on watch at this point, right? Because Aslo's asleep. Um, that's Tuckus' watch. Oh, no, no. Okay. Aslo, relax. I haven't seen anything. Several of the nearby merchants and all of the guards wake up and start reaching for weapons. <laughs> Guys, it's fine. It's it's all good. I'll wake up as well. Grab my bow. What did you see, Aslo? Tuckus, what, what was that? Something just tried to grab me. Are you okay, buddy? Weren't you keeping watch? What did you see? Nothing. Are you sure? Yeah, I've got dark vision, bro. I haven't seen anything (laughs) my whole watch. I I could have sworn something was trying to attack me. Aslo, did you just have one of your rutabaga dreams again? No, those are completely different dreams. Shaba, you don't need to be awake for this. Go back to sleep. I I thought he said two arms. That's why I have my arms on. No, 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 no. False alarm. False alarm. Oh, okay. That's what he said. False alarm. Well, I'm going back to sleep. Tokus, are you sure you weren't turned the other direction? Yeah, man. I, dude, like, part of my duty in my watch is to protect you guys. I'm less concerned about watching the other folks. It's you guys. It makes my watch easier. It lets me work on my, you know, tool. I mean, I, I, I promise I wasn't working on my gadgets while I was supposed to be watching you guys. Yeah, I was just about to say, are you sure you weren't, like, tinkering over there? All right. Let me make a deception check here. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to beat Aslo, so I rolled a 17 Ooh. on my deception. What is it, my insight? Yeah. <laughs> That's a 15 for me. Plus your bonuses. So I have a negative two bonus to that 17. Oh, well, I have a straight 15. Insight is a wisdom-based skill. Oh, it's wisdom-based. So Aslo's good at lying, but he's not necessarily as good at telling, sussing out a lie. Well, I have a nine, minus two to deception. Yeah, and I just have a straight 15 because I have a plus zero because it's wisdom. So we both got 15. Okay, Ty goes to the runner. Who's running here? <laughs> um. Wait, Ty goes to the liar or Ty goes to the perceiver? The seeker. Yeah, the seeker. Hmm. 
the insider. I believe it would go to the to the insider. The person trying. Yeah, I think it's the ghost of the insight check. Mm. So exactsies. You hit Togus's lying armor class for exactsies <laughs> <laughs> with my flaming arrows of truth. <laughs> Tokus, listen, I know you. I know you better than that. I know you were tinkering, okay? I just, I could have sworn something just came up and tried to grab me. How did you know? You were, you were, you were asleep. Because it's you we're talking about here. Tokus, just keep an eye out, please. Make sure that nothing comes up and tries to steal my throat in the middle of the night, okay? Thank you. You... Wait, you felt like you were being force choked? I mean, you felt like you were being choked by an invisible hand? I felt something come up and try to grab me, and then it was strangling me. I don't know what it was. Oh, man. Hang on, hang on, hang on a second. And uh, I kind of hush away from, like, the rest of the campers and people that we're with in the encampment. And I bring over... Are you still awake, Shaba? No, you told me to go back to sleep. Yeah, go back to sleep. Shut up. Shut up. I am asleep. I'm not awake. I'm answering you out of character. Go to sleep. All right, I'm going to huddle up with just Aslo. Listen, Aslo, remember that time that we think that, and I look around, Sherikoth, Sherikoth visited me. You guys didn't do the thing. We always do the thing. Because <laughs> you did it for yourself. Okay, Shaba lifts up his head and he goes, Shaba, 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 And then he goes, back to he goes back to sleep. And Stripey is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stripey joins in as well. Wait, he came to visit you? What do you mean? You don't remember this? This was several episodes ago. I mean, this was this was several weeks ago. But I was visited <laughs> in my sleep. It, I, I was like in the shadow realm. And somebody was trying to like reach for me. Mm. I thought of that too. Yeah, I definitely wow. get vibes that somebody's trying to incite fear into you. Or get something out of you in the dream realm and, and while you're sleeping. Are you sure that Felmondar has that kind of? Well, he was somebody else that came to mind, but he wouldn't. He doesn't know we're here. He does. He's not onto us. I don't know that he has that kind of dark magic powers. That's like shadow level magic, my friend. And that's why you need to be really cautious. Hang on a second. Wait. 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 Are you still wearing the crown? Why? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, feel your head and make sure. Yeah. I feel my head and make sure. Yes, he's still wearing, still wearing it. Okay. Why else would somebody try to get to you through the Shadow Realms? Huh. Why was somebody trying to get to you? Aslo, the Shadow Realms are real, and I start to, like, grab your shoulders and shake you. Like, listen, I'm not a conspiracist. <laughs> like, the Shadow Realms are real. Like, I've been talked to, too. But yours is because of the taint of the dark crystal in your bloodstream. That's right. Remember, you have a dark tokus side. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that very powerful dark mages can't access somebody who's in the sleeping state. Oh no, no, it doesn't mean that they can't, but we we have a connection as to why yours happened. We don't have a connection as to why Aslo's happened. Right. They would probably need to be I mean, I don't know all that much about dark magic. This is just supposition. But my supposition would be that they need to be close by to access someone who's not like me. Like basically I'm a beacon, right? Because of the corruption mm. and that's not true of aslo you would think that the crown would protect you from such incursions mm. i don't know it doesn't necessarily have any kind of shielding static shielding effect or anything like that yeah do we have any way to detect if there's an enemy nearby we could use detect the want of detect magic we could use shaba's beast sense well we need to do it quickly because maybe they've scurried off yeah i use uh grab the want of detect magic and and try that who has that by the way uh, not me. I think Tokus does. Nope, I have it. I use the wand of detect magic. Yeah, you also have the wand of web currently. That's true. The wand of web is in the satchel. Oh, it, the wand is in the satchel. Ah. Yeah. So we could all use it at a moment's notice. 
Yes. I dual wield them, but I only use the wand of detect magic. Okay, so you detect magic and scan around you. And you don't see anything close enough for your vision to detect. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think it's wise at this hour for us to wander off of the camp looking for trouble. No, I don't think so either. Shaba, do you want to try using your rangery senses to detect anything? Well, we'd have to wake him. Yeah, I'm asleep. Uh, I wake him up. <laughs> what? What? Hey. Hey, Shaba. Hey, do you want to try to use your, your rangery senses to detect anything close by? I grab an arrow out of my quiver and stab you in the neck. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, Asla. Let me get that out of there for you. I, sorry, I, I thought someone was attacking us because you woke us up before saying that someone was attacking us. It's like a very dangerous place to stab someone. Man, my, my neck is very at risk in this, this episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's a good thing you don't have a throat anymore because I just stabbed empty air. <laughs> so all I can do after we ha- talk this out is to determine whether any of my favorite enemies are nearby, which means giants mm. or beasts. Mm-hmm. But couldn't he, like, detect B-Rangery and see if there are, like, footprints? I mean, yeah, I can, I can like, do make a survival check to, like, track and see if anything actually physically came around the camp. I can do it, make a check to just, like, look for, you know, footprints that don't look human or whatever, because pretty much everybody around us is human, you know, if, I, if there's animal prints or anything like that, or prints that could be from something else. And of course, as usual on my ranger checks, um, the check I made was not very good. It's also nighttime. It's probably harder to detect this stuff at night. Yeah, to some degree. But I mean, if the tracks are fresh, it shouldn't be too difficult to at least spot them. Mm, see, see them in the campfire light. Yeah, my survival check is a 12. Okay, so Shava, you go out and you scan the area, you examine the ground, look around for any footprints aside from the many wagons and the people that have been riding them. You got like a large circle of wagons here with the fires in the middle and everything. Mm. And you don't find anything unusual. Oh, also it's snowing, so any tracks should be really easy to find because uh, there would be no snow. Mm. I mean, it's kind of a crunchy snow, but yeah, anything that's more than a pound at least would sink pretty far in there. Right. Mm. And you're not finding any unexpected tracks. Okay. While you're out scouting, Aslo, do you, do you want to try to think about anything like... I just. That's not a good way to phrase this. Think about stuff, Aslo. Just <laughs> you know how, like, when you wake up from a dream and it's like a good dream, and you want to keep thinking about it, mm-hmm. or like you want to remember what uh, what you were dreaming about. Yeah, while Shava's out tracking, do you want to think about what might have happened while you were sleeping? Yes, I would um, be while Shava's out. I would be like thinking about what happened in the dream, trying to recall, uh, and then just keeping an eye out in general. Yeah, what were you thinking about, Aslo? What were you thinking about that caused this, uh, as you say, shadow grab of your throat? You're racking your brain and trying to remember any details of what might have been dreaming about, but the memories are ephemeral, mm. coming to mind, warping, and vanishing before you can be certain what they actually are. So you think maybe there was a man, or many men, some kind of treasure, or maybe a gift, or something or someone important that you wanted to protect you recall struggling, darkness, and immense pressure. That's it. No matter how hard you try, you can't recall any other details. Wow. I relay this to the group. But didn't you say earlier, Thane, that he was thinking about Nelea? Like, while he was falling off? Before he went to sleep, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. I mean, I just assume he was probably going to bed often thinking of her since you're getting so close to your reunion. Yeah, exactly. Man. So either Aslo's crazy or he saw some sort of a vision. Yeah, a lot of good that does me, though, because I can't really remember the details. 
Well, well, Aslo, since your back is covered in melting snow and your tracks are going in circles around the camp, here's the best uh, theory that I have. You sleepwalked behind Tokus so he didn't see you. You made a circle around the camp. <laughs> you clotheslined yourself on the throat on a tree branch, fell back into the snow, made a snow angel. That's why there's a snow angel of you right over here. Then <laughs> crawled back to your bed and then woke up from your dream feeling like you'd been choked. Ah. So it wasn't actually a cold sweat. It was just melted snow all over him. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mystery solved. All right. We can go back to sleep now. Yeah. Don't worry about it, Asla. We totally believe you. So you didn't find anything out there, Shaba? Nope. I didn't find anything. Not a trace. Shaba, we should probably believe him, right? I mean, like, I've had a shadow dream experience myself. Well, the the question is, it's not that we don't we shouldn't believe him, it's should we believe that his experience was physical or psychological? <laughs> right, right. I saw you right. pointing at your head there, right. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think Basil's off the deep end. Like if he is, we really shouldn't let him have such a powerful artifact on his head. Oh guys, it was real. I felt it. I felt hands closing around my throat. Yeah, I mean, I don't think because you have a very vivid dream, it means you're crazy. I think it just means you had a realistic dream. Well, yeah, and and Aslo, stress and anxiety can sometimes feel like cold hands gripping themselves around your throat in a vision. Mm. Okay, that mm. you that like what you're feeling right now. You're feeling a lot of things, Aslo. I understand that. No, Tokus, that's. That wasn't it. I'm telling you. You're having a lot of feelings. Your body's going through a lot of changes. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it means to grow up as a halfling. Yeah. He's finally growing up. (laughs) I'm becoming a big boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go back to sleep. You know, I I don't know what caused that. I don't know what that was. Just please keep an eye out, Tokus. Well, if you have the dream again, wake us up and we'll look at you and see if we can read your mind while you're dreaming. Right. And we'll believe you more the second time it happens. Mm, right. Yeah. Um, yes, theoretically, at least. Couldn't, aren't you, like, empathic or something? You would be able to know whether he's being legit or not, Shaba, wouldn't you? I am empathic, but it's more of, like, I can sense someone's motives, and I don't think he's got... Has motives to deceive us. Right. Like I did earlier. Okay. I don't think he's ill-intentioned. <laughs> He just doesn't know reality from the dream world, necessarily. And it's hard. I mean, when you're in the snow and you're sleeping next to a campfire, one side of you is hot and the other is cold. I mean, you get all disoriented and who knows what can happen. It's true. Like, the best way to sleep is, like, in a cooler bedroom. That's what I remember reading from this book on sleep. It's like you want to, you want to like, heat the body up and then you want to sleep in a cooler room and it triggers that circadian rhythm. Hmm. Huh. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yep. Like, so you, you can actually cheat the system if you take, like, a hot shower or bath before bedtime, and then you retreat to a really cool bed dwelling. Huh. Your body's like, oh, it's sleep time. But then you wake up with your hair all messed up because it dried funny. Well, you probably, <laughs> yeah. like, you, you probably, like, toweled it. Well, who cares? Yeah. You, need, you need to sleep. We have, a, we have a sleep deprivation epidemic, my man. Mm. It's worth it. <laughs> I'll take bed hair over not sleeping any night. Same here. Yeah. I think if the weather is really cold and a f- campfire is your only source of warmth, then ideally you should sleep on a spit while your servants rotate you <laughs> mm. so that you get an even distribution of warmth across your whole body. <laughs> and burns. And, like, there's nice crispy parts. <laughs> all right, servants, skewer me through. It's time for bed. Turn this spit all night long while I sleep over this fire. <laughs> but just high enough so that it doesn't burn my skin. 
Right, right. <laughs> and all the smoke. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a great night of sleep. Yeah, breathing would be a problem. All right, well, let's try to get some sleep, guys. I got to finish my watch, okay? All right. Everybody go to sleep. That's right. Everybody else, hey, everybody else that woke up because of this guy, get back to sleep. Wake me up when it's <laughs> over. I mean, when your watch is over, as usual. Or when September ends, either one. Uh, all right, so we go back to sleep. Those are Green Day lyrics, Thane. Thane made a face. <laughs> okay. It's a band. <laughs> They do music stuff. I know that much. <laughs> they play instruments. Yeah. I couldn't name a single song they sang, but I know they're a band. They also had, like, makeup. They had face paint. <laughs> All right, we continue on our sleeping journey. Our journey through, through dream. The remainder of the night, as well as the whole trip to Luskash, passes without incident. The snow has melted and refrozen several times until at this point it's ended up a thin sheet of rough ice atop the last remaining inches of snow. It crunches and breaks with every footstep. Luskash is a heavily fortified human town surrounded by hilly farmland. Stone walls rise nearly 30 feet overhead surrounding the town. Each wagon is subject to inspection and taxes as it passes through the gates. The guards appear well-trained and militaristic, but they don't pay you any special notice. The town seems relatively prosperous. The streets have been largely cleared of snow, and men and women go about shopping and running errands. There's an unusually high martial presence, but judging from the way everyone's acting, it doesn't seem like there's any imminent military threat or anything. The caravanners make their way to the Merchant's Guild, then you're released to fend for yourselves. According to Ustrak, the caravan master, you'll be staying here for two days to trade and resupply, then setting off to the east for Hinangath. For what? Hinangath. Oh. Hinangath. Yes. I've never been there before, and I know nothing about it. Yeah, I've never been to any of these places before. But it sounds cool. Aslo's been to all these places before. Uh. It's been a while, but these were all regular stops, or at least layovers on your tours. Aslo's like, oh, good old Luskash. Have we been doing a good job keeping you disguised? Yeah, I think we kind of said that as a default that I would have my disguise on and uh, cast disguise self as needed. If he's got the nose and mustache glasses going at all times. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Yep. Didn't you have a made-up name, too, that they're supposed to be calling you that everyone's forgotten? Oh, yes. Zola? It was uh, Eric Clapton. Oh, that's right. But, like, with an apostrophe. It was like, Eric? Yeah. Instead of Eric. Exactly. Yeah, you could employ some sort of head wrap accessory to hide the crown if you wanted to. Mm. And just like a bandana. That's true. Yeah, bandana, turban sort of thing. Turban kind of thing, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Um, I guess I'd been assuming that I was just wearing my... Because it's not like a pointy crown, Thane said. It's more like a... Sort of more like a circlet or a tiara. It's a very slender circlet, yeah. That's the other thing, too, is since it's cold and snowy, you have more of an excuse to keep your head covered. That's true. You know, you lose most of your body heat through your head and your feet, so... You want to uh, make sure that you keep it covered. Oh yeah, he's a halfling. He doesn't like shoes. Aslo, we need to fix that. You're gonna you're gonna catch a cold. <laughs> yeah, well, you can cover your head to make up for your bare feet. Yeah. Well, halflings are also like anatomically different than other people. We retain heat through our feet. Actually, we like absorb the heat from the ground into our feet. That's how we survive. Oh right. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, it's a little known fact. I think Conan told me that once. I think it's more so just that your feet are so hairy that it keeps them warm anyway. Mm. Mm, there you go. 
I like comb the hair over to one side and then it like it's so long that it wraps around so I make little shoes for them right. out of my own <laughs> foot hair. You have a comb over on your feet. You comb it from both sides over to the outside and then underneath where you tie your little nuts. <laughs> <laughs> my wife just was disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's also only hearing one side of the argument. <laughs> yeah, she's only hearing one. You're, you're part of the conversation. Uh, yep. <laughs> I put little beads yeah. in them too. Weave them together. <laughs> Dude, you right. just like braid your foot hairs. It's getting a little bit disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, is there anything that you want to do in town? So, what is this town known for? Do they have a library? We've got thirty-foot-high walls, so they better have a library. <laughs> what else is there to protect in there? Exactly. What we should be looking for in every town is a sage, historian, library, scholar, scribe, anybody who can read and write and arithmetic and knows things. Agreed. So you hunt around town for a library or a sage or so on and so forth. You spend a good chunk of the day looking and eventually you do find a small sage's guild. The Sages Guild. We walk around knowing things. <laughs> like, a, like a workshop, but for a sage. What would you call that? A workshop for a sage? Uh, like a um, like a garret or some, like a, what would you call that? Yeah, a scriptorium. A sanctuary, a courtyard. Sean, I can hear you listening to something else. <laughs> I was trying to determine if we did have the map or not. <laughs> so you're listening to the old episode while we record. I was trying. I was trying. I was unsuccessful. <laughs> the epitome of multitasking. Yeah, right. Epitome. Can't let that go. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> epitome? Really? You've heard someone call it... Say? No, I'm, I'm just messing around. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced epitome. Although that one, when I first read that word when I was younger, that's how I read it. And that pronunciation stuck in my head until someone said epitome. And I was like, what is that? Oh, okay. I get it. <laughs> mm, yeah. Like uh, facade. I always thought it was facade. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we find some sages. Here's a map, guys. Nice to meet you, by the way. There's one sage. Oh. And it's a woman. Oh. Oh, hello. Hi, sage woman. Hello, madam. Greetings. What's your name? I am El Masha. El Masha. El Masha. El Masha. Is that with an apostrophe by any chance? No. Oh, how very unfashionable of you. Um, <laughs> good day. Um, we are here uh, just in search of knowledge and wisdom. Would you be the person to talk to for such things? Do you possess either or both? I possess much <laughs> knowledge and wisdom. Oh, lucky us. Excellent. But whether or not I can help you depends on what it is precisely which you seek. <laughs> 